it's bad, but like the way that I like tell myself is basically like you don't need to be like an uppercase G glutton. Like be a lowercase <laughs> G glutton. Like, okay, you can indulge a little bit. But like if what you normally do, because I'm crazy, you have like three pieces of pizza, you have a cake, you have like two cupcakes, you eat a cookie, you're eating all this. And it's like, no, you can indulge, but just a little bit within reason, within moderation. Hi, welcome back to Valdoco. I'm Amy. I'm Father Steve. And I'm Vicky. Welcome back to Valdoco. <laughs> <laughs> so you know I to say it again. Happy Lent, everybody. Happy Lent. Still Happy going, Lent. Still going. And today we talk about routine and discipline. Amen. You're going to find out so much about us. <laughs> who's Are routine they? and who's disciplined? <laughs> Are they? I think so. Got a lot of exposing of myself, you know, just kind of. This do. is it. This is beautiful. No, to be, be vulnerable. Just, we are who we are. It's Lent. <laughs> Let's go. Happy days. Yeah. Don't look at me like that. Amy's <laughs> happiest days. <laughs> so we're continuing with uh, just Lenten journey. This Lent, we decided, okay, one, to do video. And also to uh, just go through different themes that kind of relate with Lent, relate with the spiritual life, relate with our life, relate with our struggle, relate with things that we are trying to do personally and as a group too. I think we we do talk about it, talk about our, our Lent, our good things and the bad things. So uh, this is an opportunity for us to yeah, speak about one aspect of spiritual life, which is, which is discipline, which is routine, um, and how that affects our life and our prayer life and our spiritual life. Because the first episode, we've talked about prayer, mm-hmm. was the first one. So last week, we talked about prayer. And then this week, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about uh, discipline and how that maybe relates to one of the pillars of fasting. You know, so we have prayer, fasting, almsgiving, and today's kind of that focus on, on prayer. I mean, on, uh, on fasting, on discipline, on routine. And I just, for me, what's coming up over and over again in different talks that I've given or people that I've talked to when it comes to discipline, like it's just a very easy correlation or very easy connection between disciple and discipline, mm-hmm. right? That there is no real disciple without some sort of discipline, without some sort of like humbling of I need to be taught and there's things that need to be taken away from me or there's things that I need to learn. Um, and so discipline helps us to, in my opinion, helps us to learn, you know, helps us to, to follow better, to become more of a disciple. So I don't know if you want to just start off with a little bit of like your, your thoughts, or maybe your experience in discipline in general, because like we can talk about discipline in the household. We can talk about, talk about discipline in sports. We can talk about discipline, just discipline in general, and maybe your experience of it and your, um, understanding of it or uh for me i I know that i'm not disciplined um i know shocking right um but i uh for like what really pushes me is like the idea of like disappointing myself or like others that i'm like walking with and like that's more like what propels me forward to like do what i said i would do um is that i want to be okay like i want to be trustworthy like trust myself and I want others to trust me and so it's not really out of this like I am disciplined it's more out of like in relationship with other people and so like a couple examples like I um now they're out of my brain sorry 
Uh, but Vicky's sick. I'm trying to, if you can't <laughs> Let's tell. get it out there. Vicky's yeah, I really am sick. Um, there's some medicine. Um, but okay, like daily mass. Like I have made it. Um, like part of my. I'm trying to incorporate it. I want it every day. I want to go to mass every single day, and I'm better when I go to mass. I feel better uh, when I go to mass when I can spend time in prayer, also like in front of Jesus. Um, I can feel that it makes a difference um, in a lot of different ways. But I think, especially when I'm making the point to go every single day, I it's like this like thing with myself. Like I wake up and I have to wake up earlier to get to 6:45 mass here with the community, and I am really first thankful because it makes it easy, um, and I can tell when I'm not going to work or whatever, how much, uh, how, how much harder that is. So I really almost feel like I'm cheating, which is silly, but that's real. Um, <clears throat> and so, yeah, like first I think like I have said this to other people and not that anybody's going to be like, you didn't do it. Um, but I just think like when I'm laying there and I want to snooze my alarm, which I do still, um, sorry, just to be honest with you, no discipline. Um, I'm like, you know you're going to feel better and then you're going to have to work really hard and it's going to be an inconvenience or you're going to have to work later um, because you have to figure out another time to like go to mass when if you would just get up and go, you know you're going to feel better anyways, um, then you would go. And I just read this thing the other day and it was um, this woman talking about like in a workout class what she heard and then she was relating it to the church that the church challenges us, but that's the one place that we like reject being challenged like it want we want it to be like soft and nice and like you're so loved and like whatever and like we don't want to be we don't want to grow in church we don't want to grow in our spirituality but when you go to a workout class you want to like be pushed to your limit and past your limit you want to like walk out feeling like i just paid money to like be destroyed <laughs> and like how silly that we don't expect the same thing and that we just keep like i keep thinking like i'm gonna wake up one day and like be disciplined that's not gonna happen um and that was like the basis of what she shared. And it's really like, man, it really like shook me when, when I read it. Cause I was like, it's true. I like go to sleep thinking like, I'm going to go to sleep at 11 and think I'm going to feel refreshed at 5.50. Like that's not real. But if I would just go to bed earlier and do things that I need to do and not waste time, then I would feel refreshed in the morning. And I just keep thinking like, I'm going to wake up one day and be like, I'm going to go to bed at nine today and not change anything about my life. Um, and so I really loved that. I'm sorry, off topic already, but, um, <laughs> yeah, that's one example of trying to, I don't remember what you said. <laughs> Too much mucus. I don't know what to tell you. Vicky also just ran, stop, that's my <laughs> program. And then went back to back on another program. He does it every day. So it's not just sickness. <laughs> it's Total like sickness. actual, like working really hard. Thanks. Yeah. But it's, I mean, what you said is true. And I, I, I guess I never really, I don't know, I guess I never really thought about it, but it is in so many areas when people want to grow, they expect it from all other areas, but they really, it does, it, it frustrates us or we don't want to, we don't want to hear it from the church that it's supposed to be a kind of like a nice, loving, easy kind of road and uh, read the gospels, right? And it's not, it's not true at all. So it's a good reminder of, hey, I want to grow spiritually. Just like if I want to grow, if I want to be an athlete, if I want to be get good grades in school, if I want to be a professional, if I want to be a CEO, if I want to do anything worthwhile, it's going to be painful and it's going to be disciplined and I'm going to have to sacrifice and all of these things. And so when we want to talk about like our our spiritual life, following Jesus, if I want to be a saint, like it's going to take discipline. It's going to take sacrifice. So yeah. 
like, I don't know, are we up for that challenge? Are we willing to, to put in the effort? Are we willing to think about our life and what do I need to change and what do I need to, what do I need to do um, to be more disciplined, to be more routine, to, to really, like really get in the mindset of I want to be a saint. I want to be a spiritual person. I want to, to love people like I'm supposed to. Well, let's, let's see. <laughs> put mm-hmm. your money where your mouth is and yeah. let's, let's, try to, let's try to do something difficult. I think for me, I'm a very all or nothing person. Mm. So I can be extremely disciplined if I'm 100% doing it. Um, And I think you talked about it on the first episode of this season, but kind of things where we're trying to get rid of things that aren't great for us, but we do them to a certain extent that just isn't going to be realistic for post-Lent. And so for me, like Lent is usually very easy because I'm going all in on X, Y, Z. And this year is the first year that I'm not doing something food-related as part of my fasting. I'm doing fasting, but I'm I'm doing it unfood-related because I had already, before Lent started, tried to do um, like a food shift in my life already. And so I'm I'm going to keep doing that through Lent, but like that isn't something that I'm offering to God because it's something I'm already doing. It's something that I'm doing for myself. And so through that journey, I've come to realize it's really easy for me during Lent to say, I'm not going to do this with food and I'm going to keep this promise to God and it's going to be a hundred percent. I'm doing this, but it's a lot harder when you have that kind of like post Lent experience, or in my case, like something I was doing pre Lent now during Lent and will continue post Lent to say, it's not a hundred percent all in or all out. Um, that this is something that like sometimes I'm going to go to, you know, my niece's birthday party and there's going to be cake and there's going to be cupcakes (laughs) and I'm going to eat that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's, that's hard for me because if I'm disciplined, it's because I am not eating that. But now I have to come to like this terms and it's like, it's bad. But like the way that I like tell myself is basically like, you don't need to be like an uppercase G glutton, like be a lowercase (laughs) G glutton, like Okay, you can indulge a little bit, but like if what you normally do, because I'm crazy, you have like three pieces of pizza, you have a cake, you have like two cupcakes, you eat a cookie, you're eating all this and it's like, no, you can indulge, but just a little bit within reason, within moderation. And so this example all about food is like just me in general is kind of like I've started using that in other areas of my life as well. Like when I'm not making these like big like promises to God, but like it's just shifts that I'm trying to create in my life. Like there's room for like adjustment. There's room that if I miss a day, it's going to be okay. I don't have to do this thing every single day for the rest of my life, but to not just fall so far off the wagon, like that there's zero discipline and that it's really hard to get back on. But to say, okay, this day I missed this because I was super tired and I worked really hard and it was whatever, a 16 hour work day. And so it's okay that I, I don't do this thing, but that's not going to be the next week now. Like I'm going to, so it's just, you know, finding that little like mantra, that little phrase for you that like kind of calls you back to like, okay, it's okay not to be perfect in this discipline, but like this is realistic discipline. This is how we live this post Lent. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I feel like that's like using rationale not to rationalize. Like you're looking at things like for what they are, and like where you are, and then like you're being rational about the way you go about like the disciplines and the routines that you're trying to put in place to grow. Like, okay, whether or not it's like in the direction of like offering that to God or just like healthy, to be healthy. And because I can find myself like rationalizing 
what I'm doing. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, but like this, it's fine. Like whatever. And I'm like, stop it. It's not like, you know what I mean? And it's like, you have to like catch yourself, but that is like part of that little discipline, like just enough will get you past like the rationalizing that we do anyways all the time to like self-soothe. It's okay. It's fine. Like, it's not that bad of what you're thinking, but it is like, because it's our choices. Like it's, and you talk about it a lot of like, what you do matters. Um, you know, and anyways, I don't want to take it away, but yeah. No, it's the same. I mean, I think we all have our little voice, like the little lie for me, it's you deserve this. Like that is the lie that gets me every single you time. You do deserve yes. it. <laughs> and now it's gonna be in Amy's voice. It's gonna be Amy's voice. Like, you deserve this. You deserve that cookie. You deserve to sleep in. You deserve all this. And it's okay. Like there is again. I I totally agree. There's moments to indulge, to, to enjoy. I'm not. Some of some people are called to this radical, like mm. you know, monk, Carthusian, like no, just really in there. But most of us are called to live a daily life that I can have a piece of cake. Like I can celebrate this. I can do this. But but there's, I know when it's coming from a place of like sickness in a sense. Like I know when it's coming from a place of, of that it's not God. It's not celebratory. It's not uh, going to bring peace. It's not going to lead me in the right direction. It is a voice that's saying you deserve this. So that's the first, because it knows like, okay, call it devil, whatever you want to call it. But it's like that first lie that says you deserve this. That's going to cascade into a, like just a, a gluttonous or like big G glutton or like whatever it is, that it's just that first step of you deserve this, that's going to lead me in the wrong direction. Like, okay, you need a pat on the back every once in a while. You need to celebrate, you need to, but there's there's a difference. And I, I, can, I can tell, I can really tell when that voice is, yeah, not coming from a place of, of peace or not coming from a place of uh, God. It's coming from somewhere else. And um, so just being aware of that. And I think... For me, really, if we have a prayer life, so building on last week, like if we have a prayer life, we're going to be able to take these moments and be like be that discerning, reflective person that's going to be able to, to recognize this voice and recognize the situation and be able to pray through it and say, okay, yes, this is a moment where I need to celebrate with my family. I need to enjoy a piece of cake, but that's that's where it stops, mm-hmm. right? And there's if I'm built on this foundation of, of asking God for grace, of praying, of recognizing my surroundings, of being a like a discerning, reflective person, then I'm going to know what is the voice and where it's going and where it's coming from and all these things. And I think this is part of discipline. This is the part of, okay, discipline and prayer, but just discipline in general, like getting into the habit so I'm not controlled by my emotions, I'm not controlled by my surroundings. And lately I've been praying about the difference between reaction and response. Mm -hmm. And I think reaction comes from a place of an undisciplined, unreflective, kind of just emotional reaction. I was hit with something or I have an emotion or I have something and then I react. But a response is somebody who's reflective and who knows and who's prayerful and can take in all the surroundings, take in what's going on inside of me, take in all the emotions and then respond the way that's going to be healthy and good and, and lead me to, to holiness, you know, I'll continue to follow, follow Jesus. So for me, it's really been a, a beautiful moment for me to pray on those two because I think a lot of stuff going on in our church is reaction Right, I think a lot of stuff going on in my life can be a reaction. A lot of stuff that's going on in our world, politically, all these kind of things. There's so many people just reacting on social media, on so many different places. It's just a, re- a reaction rather than a response, which is, you know, taking all of these things and then being able to reflectively and like wisely, prudently offer a response and make a decision and move forward. So, I think discipline is all, all part of that, and and really essential for, yeah, for a well lived, well lived life. 
Yeah. And I, I like the other part of it too, routine. Like I think um, like when I'm, when I'm in a good like prayer routine, when I'm in a good, like even like day to day, like living routine, I do feel better and I do feel like I can, um, yeah, like bring God into more things, which sounds really silly, but, um, and I can feel also when I'm out of routine, um, because of the, like, yeah, I guess some sort of like discipline that comes from being in routine, you can incorporate things because I feel like, okay, to live by your routine and to be really strict by it is also not of God when you're obsessed with it and you have to do things, um, and you don't have like the flexibility that comes with like living daily life because then it like burdens other people. And I think to some extent we have to like be comfortable with that. Like our life will not look like everybody's life. Like that's okay. But I think when it becomes like you're egocentric and it's like, you're the middle of your world. Right. And so everybody's life has to work and revolve around yours. Like that's when it becomes really dangerous. A routine can be really like damaging. I think to like ourselves and to like relationships because I don't think that's when people can like encounter Jesus in you. You know, if you're like, I have to do this and it's like, do you have to do it? Are you okay? Like, are you going to survive? You know? But I think it is this, like the call to be discreet in our fasting, um, like during the Lenten season, I think is so amazing for this like thought of routine. Um, because if I'm telling myself, like I want to pray at these parts of the day, I don't need to be like, excuse me, while you're speaking, um, I have to go pray now. Like, and that was, that was the funny part. I was having a conversation with someone. Sorry, I'm just going to say it. it was Chioma, not to bring her up at every part, but she was like, you know, I'm trying to really pray at like a certain time every day, whatever. And she's like, I just know when I'm on retreat, like that's going to go away. And obviously that's like a normal thing that people like do. Like that's normal. Father Steve does it because like they, he has promises to pray, whatever. And I don't know when he does it all, to be honest. Um, I know you do, but that's, it's wild because retreat moves really fast um, but even just like those things of like, you just know, and, and God knows, God sees like the way your daily life is changing. Like we can't just pretend like God is like all seeing and all knowing all the time, except when I'm out of my routine that I've like made a promise to like uphold. And so, but I can tell like that a little discipline in my daily routine then enhances when I'm like out of my routine, like the things that I do, I want to keep on, but I have to do it in a different way. So yeah, to me, it's helpful during Lent to be out of routine yeah. a little bit too and just so everybody knows i do my best I, he does <laughs> but i there's days that i miss especially yeah. that midday prayer <clears throat> that midday prayer that's short easy to do but you just you get caught up and then all of a sudden you look around it's four o'clock and it's time for evening prayer that's like dang um but i think that's part of part of discipline and part of the flexibility of being able to just adapt and and okay go to confession <laughs> when you need to uh, yeah. but it's not uh, we're not robots where it's this is a dynamic, adventurous, difficult, crazy life that's going to throw us off, and I think part of yeah part of discipline is also this flexibility. And for me, and I'll let Amy speak in next, but like uh, Saint Francis of Sales, we talked about it a while ago when we did the like the daily life plan mm -hmm. with Saint Francis yeah. of Sales, and he he really it's it's an artwork, like it's it's art, it's it's mold, it's dynamic, it's it's there, it's not a like linear solidified discipline but our spiritual life is more like art it needs to be uh, more dynamic and flexible and moving and, and real and authentic and and this give and take and moving and, and molding and people coming and leaving and i don't know there's just something just more authentic like real about that needs to be our, our and we're not just like soldiers we're not just robots we're not just it's not blind obedience it's conversation it's dialogue it's 
moving and, and going and all these things. So, um, so yeah. Yeah, like what you were saying about the the lie that kind of comes to you, and then Vicky was sharing about um, like routine and flexibility, and then you're bringing that up again. And to me, like those are the two different lies, like with discipline and routine. Like there's the lie of you deserve this, like you don't need to do this thing that you've committed to do. And then there's the lie of being over scrupulous mm-hmm. with like, I cannot continue on if I haven't done X, Y, and Z in my day because I said I was going to do it and there's no flexibility. So I feel like it's, it's those, both of those are lies. Like one of those isn't a lie and then the other one's okay to live with. Like both of those are lies that aren't leaving room for God to work in it. Like being over scrupulous to that extent is not leaving room for God's mercy, is not leaving room for the fact that like God is approaching us in our ordinary daily life. And my daily life today looked this way. And so I can't do this thing. Um, so to to hear that voice where it becomes kind of like neurotic for you that you feel this compulsion, I have to do this every day. And it's not just this natural desire that comes from your heart. Um, like to recognize that that also isn't, the healthiest place to be living from either. And so I, I feel like those are kind of like, I slingshot between those two. And that's why it's hard for me to like not be all in for something because yeah. it, it's it's one or the other. Um, and to really, like you said, like when that starts impacting other people and when you can hear your own voice out loud saying like some crazy things of like, no, I have to do it's this. Hard. And it's like, uh, do you have <laughs> yeah, to like, do okay? that? Um, or, or do you really want to do that? And it's a beautiful thing. Or are you creating it into this need that's impacting you and, and others? So I appreciate that you put like that label of lie on it, because I think that it really just calls it what it is. Yeah. yeah and just another thought that popped in my head from St. Francis of Sales. I'm pretty sure it was, I think many saints say it, but like, especially for us, we go into the chapel to meet Jesus. But if the doorbell rings, then you leave the chapel and you go meet Jesus. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like this this flexibility that I think, really for me, freedom. I think discipline is meant to lead us into freedom mm-hmm. and that freedom to be able to to be like Jesus, right? So all these things, prayer, uh, fasting, almsgiving, is, it's, again, it's just conversion to the heart of Jesus, to live more like the person of Jesus, to love like him and all these things. So discipline for discipline's sake is... It's just not like it's just human. It's 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 not, yeah. It's not what we're meant to do. Like all of this kind of self help kind of attitude of using Lent to get healthy, like physically. And okay, going to the gym. Like I need to go to the gym. I need to work out. I need to be healthy, and that's a good discipline. But it can be done in like a prayerful way, recognizing that I'm body and spirit. So I need to take care of my body. I need to discipline my body. But because I know that it's going to open me up to a better prayer when I'm eating well and working out, I pray better. Um, so it's, it's gotta be in this context of, I'm d- disciplining myself so that I can be a disciple. I can follow Jesus. I can become a saint. I, I really, you know, pray for more, more of that grace to, to do that in my own, in my own life. Um, yeah. And I think like the talk about freedom is so important. Like I think especially with these two and, and in the context of Lent and it's, it's kind of amazing how much it's come up. I think this season already of just that, like the, the things we're offering to God are, are okay, are good. Right. And, and 
like Jesus brings us freedom already, like the, okay, the, our salvation and all of those things, but also the things that we're trying to rid ourselves of are trying to like offer to God are things and just are more pathways like to living the way that we're meant to live, which is like amazing. And it's only okay, like with God and I, and we say it like so many, so much to, I think our young people now of like, like the only place you're going to find real freedom is with Jesus. Like, like the way that we're, we're being like asked to live is good. Like the things that we're being asked to do are good. Like, and it's, it's crazy. Like how much like we rebel, I think in general, like humanity rebels against that. We try to find like our own way to do it. Like that's not just like based on our personality because obviously, okay, there's all, there's millions, million billions of different ways of, of, of living these things out. But it's like, we really just rebel like in our own personal way and like such a unique way against like the freedom that's constantly being offered. Yeah. Um, you know, and if like, I know how I do it, I know how I'm not disciplined and how much like I get trapped by it. It's so ridiculous and I know it. Like, that's the thing. It's like, if it wasn't a conscious thought, I would be like, man, <laughs> whatever. But it's conscious. Like, it's not like, oh, I did that. That's so weird. I didn't realize. Like, no, I know what I'm doing. Um, and I think, like, that's the really beautiful part. Thank God. Okay, for God's mercy. Um, and what he offers us, like, there to, like, step back into freedom. Like, it's so easy to go back um, or really to move forward, right? Like, yeah. in the right direction. Uh, in the right direction, the right, right direction. Father Steve? <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's just like, it really is crazy to me. Um, the like rebelling that like happens and yeah, I think also the reaction and response, I really hadn't thought of that, of that either. Like, but it really, it's there, you know? And so just, I mean, for all of us to really think this Lent, like how can we do a little bit better? Like really to pray about what, what areas I need to be more disciplined what areas, you know, where am I doing really things well? Where am I not doing things well? Um, but trying to get into this mentality of, of I need to do hard things. I need to like really make conscious decisions to, to discipline myself um, in a way that's healthy. And that's why please like talk to a spiritual director and make sure that you're well supported by friends and because it can become, and we've seen it in the church, become unhealthy ways of disciplining, like serious, uh, like when you're doing harm to yourself or something like that, like it really needs to be in the context of who you are, your state in life with a spiritual director, like really done in a, in a healthy way that's um, leading you. And it's because sometimes dis discipline, like we've said, can be an ego thing. Like it's just about me. Um, and it's not asking God, how do you want me to be disciplined? Mm -hmm. How do you want me to follow you? What do I need that's healthy and it's going to lead me in the right direction? Um, so I don't know if you have some advice as we kind of close out of just things that have worked for you, like things that... Um, help you to remember for me sometimes it's more of a memory thing like sometimes i just forget or i get caught up with so many things that i'm just i just slowly move away from the things i need to be doing and then i realize oh man i'm pretty far now and okay go to confession figure out redo clean my room and then get back <laughs> get back on track um but i don't know yeah if there's things that you kind of help you to to do this discipline and routine yeah so some of my practicals are, are like i said like finding the mantra like the prayer like that you are going to kind of repeat to yourself in those moments to call you back. Um, and then just with regards to like actual remembering, um, I definitely need like physical things. And so like one of my things is to read the Bible every day. So like I don't put my Bible away. My Bible is always out next to my bed. And when I get home, like I put it on top of my bed. So when I like 
go in for the night, like, oops, wait, I haven't read it yet. So if I forget, it's there. Um, you could do the same thing with like rosary beads or prayer card or something like that. If one of your commitments is to pray for like certain times of the day. Um, I have like this big index card next to my keyboard at work that says, say hi to Jesus. So I remember to go to the chapel. Um, and then the other thing is just like not with memory, but just in general, like I personally just find it easier that the earliest in the day that I can do something do it. So if that means that I can do it before work, I'm going to do it before work. If that means that I can't do it until right after work, I try to do it right after work. Because obviously like life happens. And if you're like, I'm going to commit to doing this every night before bed, there's going to be a lot of times when that just isn't going to be possible. So if I can be faithful as early in the day as possible, if things come up, the more I know, at least I tried. I tried all day to do this thing and it just didn't happen. And I did my best. So I know that that's fine. Um, and then not as practical, but just kind of reflecting off of what you were just sharing at the end of like inviting God like into this discipline, inviting God into this routine, letting it be a prayer and not just letting it be this this thing for myself that I've committed to doing because I think that I should do this. And so like it's all on me. But to realize like this is in relationship with God, like is he calling me to do this? And when I'm too weak to do this, is he the one that like I'm asking to strengthen me. Like, am I recognizing God and in, in all that I'm doing so that it doesn't become an ego thing? Yeah. Oh, beautiful. For me. Miss undisciplined. Not disciplined. <laughs> but you know the truth. Um, I think also that's I'm doing the Pray 40 and the one today. I actually listened to it earlier today. Wow. I don't know. On the way to work. Um, but today was about self-reliance and I think, well, I'm not thinking of yesterday's. Um, Self-reliance and at the end was like this prayer of like, ask God what he wants from you. And I loved that. And it like put up, it put like the the question to things that, okay, I'm trying to do. But it's like nice when it's like put out put out there for you. But I, I know like I, I try to do it um, for a lot of different reasons, whatever. But I think also community, like I really need other people. Yeah. Like even like working out, it's always better with someone else because I'm like, I'm freaking weak. It's true. <laughs> I'm going to adjust the workout. But if there's someone else there, I'm going to do it as best I can and be like, I'm going to throw up. Um, you know, you just like push yourself harder when there's like other people to do it with. Um, and yeah, I think also just trying to remember to do it like for God. Um, that like all of these things are the things that get us to heaven. Um, and just really trying to remember that, that it's the everyday life. It's the everyday trying, um, because these, these are the things that are like building us, um, and just trying to remember like your decision-making, my own decision-making, um, and trying to, yeah, that really, it's just the practical of like, what's that voice saying inside of your brain? Um, because mine says a lot of things and I'm like, <laughs> no, no, got to change that one there, you know? So i um, just trying to offer that and be real about it. Like, I don't want to be this person that's like, first, it's that it's too pious um, because it's just not me and it's not going to be the way that I like meet God. Um, but then also that it that it's real. I don't ever want to be like this, like, like fake version on the outside, but on the inside, there's like total turmoil. It's going to be that you can see it. And I think that's going to be the best way for me to, yeah, to try to grow is that it's um, being talked about and that it's, yeah, being offered. Beautiful. So, I mean, 
we think about, we continue. We have how many more weeks of Lent? Three more weeks of Lent? Not enough, Not I'll tell enough. you that. <laughs> I'm not sure. That makes me a little sad. Uh, but just to take seriously, no? I mean, we can't work our way to heaven. Like, we don't, we can't, it's it's grace. Grace yeah. will get us to heaven. Yes. But discipline, routine, opens us up, gets rid of things that are distracting, gets rid of things that are taking us away from God, just gives us a space and, and opens up this place for us that we can really meet Him and spend time and, and get rid of some of the things that are really... And they say now with all the science and stuff, if there's an addiction or if it's close there, it's like 90 days, it's like 90 days that of, of doing the same thing to like rewire your brain. And to, mm-hmm. so there's just a lot of, yeah, a lot of work that needs to be done in our spiritual life. And we have to be willing to put in the hard work and to sacrifice and, and to really take this stuff seriously. So, um, so wherever you are in your life, wherever we are, like we just, okay, keep going, but take it seriously and talk yeah. to somebody and, and figure out what's, what, what you need to do. Um, to make some steps. Small steps is better than no steps. Mm. No, just one day is, is better than no days. So keep, uh, yeah, we keep trying and keep lenting. That was really inspiring. I want that. Like, <laughs> just playing in my ears. You got this one, one step's <laughs> better than no steps. steps. One <laughs> day's better than no days. That just like wake you up in the morning, keep you going. <laughs> one step, baby, one step. <laughs> just one snooze today. One snooze today. <laughs> <laughs> two, two. Two snoozes today. It was today. two. It was five minutes. Better prior. than three. Better than three. <laughs> You're right. It was almost three. It was almost three. It was too close to eight thirty. <laughs> so what I'm hearing though is that we need to at least double Lent. Because uh, we need ninety let's do, days. Let's do ninety days of Lent, everybody. What about Easter? Going. You just keep on. We Easter, bypass. Why it. can't? Why can't we? Why can't we be little G? You know, and celebrate. And keep going. But yeah. Keep going. Keep that promise you made. But but also like we respect the seasons of the church. Yes. <laughs> celebrate a cook, one cookie a day and go For, on <laughs> from Easter to uh, Pentecost. One cookie a day. <laughs> that's I think that's that's the way forward actually. Yeah, one cookie a day. You're welcome. Thank you're, you. You're welcome, you don't everybody. deserve you're it, Father it. Steve. It's just because you're I celebrating. Deserve you deserve it. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, good. So let's finish with prayer. Um, I'll go. Amazing. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And Lord, we thank you for this time. Uh, we ask you to just really help us recognize your presence in our life every day. You give us the grace that we need, the mercy, and we're just grateful for that. Uh, we're grateful for the people you send us. We're grateful for the inspiration. We're grateful for the blessings. We're grateful for, for so many things. Um, help us to continue to, yeah, to work with your grace and to be disciplined and to take life seriously and to really, really desire to be, uh, to be a saint and live as your son, live as your daughter. So give us the strength that we need, and we ask our Blessed Mother to really intercede for us, uh, a great woman of, of faith, of discipline, of humility and courage, so that me, she may can really listen and continue to lead us to her Son. And we make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Mary, help of Christians. Pray for us. St. John Bosco. Pray for us. St. Mary Mazzarello. Pray for us. And St. Francis de Sales. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye everyone. Have a good lens. Keep going. God bless. Peace. <laughs>